Hey, Lamely, and welcome to a very special edition of the Mariah podcast. Not only is this our year anniversary episode, but we have a very special guest on tonight. Some know her as the Mae West of Brooklyn. <laughs> we have Sherry Tatum. Yes. Hey. You know, I actually had to tell Mariah that Mae West was really from Brooklyn. So she had to stop saying that because she was really from Brooklyn. (laughs) Well, they can't be too Mae West, but you know. Right. You know, they get the drift. (laughs) Where did she get that? Where did she get that name? Like, where did that start? Um, because I would always say stuff like may west like very outlandish very off the wall very totally catch you by surprise mm-hmm. a lady is not supposed to say those type of things <laughs> type of things so <laughs> yeah we love a I, moment I, like that there were plenty of moments when marianne did this oh gosh <laughs> like an embarrassment because i had no filter That is so funny. Well, my friends here know that I have no filter and sometimes that can get you into some trouble. Yes! (laughs) My goodness. But so when did you start singing? Like just in general in your life? Like were you young? Were you like a little older? Oh, well, I've been singing. Like I've been singing all my life. The odd thing is I can't even remember when I started my mom used to sing with me in the kitchen. She used to make up songs. She used to sing these weird songs. And I'd be like, what are you singing? Like there was a song that said, Phil me bienvenue, to And I'm like, Ma, what are you saying? What is that? But I didn't notice that I was picking up these songs from her and I was like, I would be singing them out of nowhere. And so crazy thing is, I I thought everybody could sing. That's, I literally grew up in church, like, um, like I would go, my mom didn't go to church, not in the beginning. So my grandmother would go to church and I would go with her sometimes and everybody there could sing. So I thought everybody could sing. Guess when I found out everybody couldn't sing. When I got to junior high school and I was singing Mary J. Blige and one of my friends said, oh my God, she can sing. And I said, oh, everybody can do that. Like I really (laughs) literally thought that to myself. Like that's something. That's a gift. And so that's when I knew I I had a gift. Before then, not so much. I just thought it was naturally something that everybody did. That's so So, funny. I wish everybody could sing. (laughs) I really did. Right. Right. So um, So when was the- Yeah, I can give you a day and age. It's been always. So where was the first like time you sang in public, like in front of like an audience? Was it church? Church. (laughs) Church and anything other than church started in school. Um, I had a music teacher named Mrs. Evans and she 
pushed me out of my shyness and refused to let me not um, sing in the Christmas play or whatever the Christmas show they were putting on. And I didn't want to do it, but she made me do it. And I pulled it off and I sang in two languages. And I think the second one was Italian. Oh, okay. And yeah, my mother was amazed. And I, that's the first time I saw her look like, oh my God. <laughs> but I did it. I got through it nervous and all. I can't tell you, I've been singing all my life nervous. Every time I sing, I'm nervous. So I'm kind of getting out of it now because I'm like, it is what it is. It's a gift. You got to use it. Why be afraid? The people love you. So now do you get, why be afraid? Do you get nervous when you're singing like, like when you were like on tour with Mariah and you were doing background, you were like there with Marianne and, and Trey and the three of you were there. Are you nervous then? Or are you just nervous when you're solo by yourself? All the time. Um, the first time we went on TV, it was Good Day America, is it? I told you about this memory. Good Day America, whatever that morning show is. It was my first live show. I was shaking so bad. You cannot tell. And I literally almost cried. And Miriam was like, you better dry it up. She said, <laughs> she said if you don't dry it up, you're going to forever be known as the background singer who cried. You better dry it up. So I dried it up because they were having a moment where Mariah was giving her charm brace to a fan and it was a story and I just cried. And so, I mean, listen, hey, <laughs> but I dried it up. But yeah, um, it made it better that Trey and Marianne were around me because they would crack jokes and do things. And then we were in the back. So all eyes were not on us. But now that I'm doing more things and I'm singing in the front, it's like um, people don't know that I'm nervous, but nine times out of 10, I'm nervous. Nine times out of 10, I'm praying and asking God to get me through this song with a no mess ups and just whatever. So, yeah. Who is like the first singer that you looked up to the first person that you were kind of in awe of when you heard them sing um in awe of I would say Whitney Houston of course um she was the first person that I really noticed she had a different tone but for me you you know what what I admire about singers the singers that do what I can't do so for me honestly I used to try, me and my aunt, she was a little closer than me, but we would try to hit Mariah's notes all the time. Before Marianne ever sang with her, before I ever sang with her, I used to watch the Honey video, which was my favorite. And um, we used to try to hit those high notes all the time. So I admire singers who do what I cannot do. Like if you hit a note, if you do a run, like for me right now, Jasmine Sullivan is it. Yes. I listen to that girl and I'm like, how does, she, how does she do that? But 
I used to love a lot of singers. Like I used to love Mary J. Blige. I used to love Shaka Khan. I mean, I still love them. Well, I don't know why I'm saying I used to, but as a kid, as a younger person, I remember I used to love Anita Baker. Um, what is this lady? Gladys Knight. Oh my God, I still love her. Gladys Knight. I actually got the opportunity to meet her backstage at one of my shows. Oh my God. That was like everything to me. Mm -hmm. Like, because she still sounds amazing. Many. Luke Vendras still a big one for me. His voice is like no other. Um, I used to love Joe LaVert, God rest the dead. Um, a lot of them, a lot of singers. You will probably have to name them because I told you I got baby brain. So if you <laughs> name them, I would, um, yeah, so. How did you start working with Mariah? Well, of course, because Marianne was working for her and I guess there was an opening or she needed to, uh, to fill a place. And Marianne said, well, let me call my niece. And Mariah said, call her. And um, I used to joke all the time because uh, Marianne and Trey and Tika, they will always say who they sang with. People would be like, who did you sing with? And y'all sung with all these singers. And I would always say, they say, who you sing for besides Mariah? And I would say, the Pentecostal House of Prayer of Deliverance. <laughs> if I went straight from the church choir to singing with Mariah, literally no joke. And so I remember, I didn't know it was a setup. I didn't know it was an audition type of thing. Um, we went to the studio, she was recording, um, yours, yours, mm -hmm. um, which I love that song too. And um, Marianne went in the booth and Mariah goes, Take Sherry with you. Why she said that? <laughs> I was nervous. What was um, that like? <laughs> go in the booth and needless to say, needless to say, she can tell I got a voice, but it's not studio ready. <laughs> so um, I needed a whole lot of rehearsal. <laughs> but um, I thank God for the opportunity. I never forget going in the studio and feeling so nervous. Like this was literally a person that I used to watch on TV, on videos. And I knew my aunt was singing with her, but it didn't click to me. So I was just like so nervous and shaking. And, but honestly, I used to lie and tell people all the time that I sang background for Mariah because I knew my aunt did. And I figured maybe they get me mistaken with her. <laughs> and um, Yeah, I used to lie all the time and say I sang background for Mariah, but it wasn't a lie because it actually came true. <laughs> you spoke it into existence. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm about to speak some other things into existence in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so, working speaking of singing with mariah i do have a question and i was going to save it till towards the end but since we're talking about singing with mariah i thought why not ask it now so is february 8th 2006 
and you guys are singing at the 48th annual Grammy Awards. That performance in, I know a lot of people's opinions, especially yes. in my opinion, is oh my the greatest God. Mariah performance ever. What was it like to be on the stage at that moment with her singing like she right. did? That literally was the most memorable moment ever. And it was so much adrenaline on that stage, so much, oh my God, excitement on that stage at that moment. And I remember it because it was the last performance. I do believe it's the last performance that her pastor was actually on stage with her. So it was very memorable. It was very, um, I only remember her singing like that one other time, which I can't talk about, but she, we had a show. I'm so sorry, but we had a show and I'll never forget. It wasn't the same song. It was a different song, but she sang in such a way that she was like, you're going to feel this tonight. <laughs> you, you're going to feel this. Okay. And so I don't know. I think if you were at that show and you did not feel her, you had a problem. Something was wrong with you because it was it was just so powerful. It was like the emotions on the stage, the adrenaline, the it's like everybody knew that they did their job, but they knew that she came through like Mm -hmm. on a whole nother level like sometimes you as singers we have a lot on our minds sometimes we could be stressing about if we're going to hit this note if we're going to do this if we're going to do that because after all she's Mariah Carey but she's human but but sometimes in those moments there's a breakthrough moment where you forget about everything and you just probably got one thing on your mind like maybe she had God on her mind I wish I could ask her what she had on her mind at that time. But I do believe that in the moments that we sing and people feel us, it's because we really believe what we're singing. We really believe it. In the moment when she said, carry me higher, Lord. And she said, yeah, 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 yeah. And she hit that note. Mm -hmm. You had to feel it. It was like it went through you. And, and like, as a person that always sing, sang with her, we done been all around the world singing this song, but there was a difference on that night. And I think everybody felt it. I, I believe everybody had to feel it. Everybody. There was a moment right before she went for it. And it's my favorite moment of the performance. It's like, she stops for a second and you just see her, she closes her eyes. And I, I, I think, I mean, which probably wasn't, but in my mind, I like to think like that was her moment where she was like, all right, I'm about to do this. And like she said, closed her eyes, she said her little prayer and she went for it and everything, right. even the ending when, when she said Jesus and the whistle note and, and hit it like, like perfectly. Yes. It was, it, it's just for me, her best performance ever. Right. So people... Like they don't even know, like I, I've been a Lamely. Like, okay, I'm, I worked for her, but I've been a fan. Like I said, because she does what I can't do. She hits those notes. But I will tell you this, 
since working for her, I do hit higher notes than I was able to. She pushed me and pushed me and also Marianne. Marianne, oh God, that girl used to get on my nerves. I'm gonna tell you the God. <laughs> she knows she, she was to get on my nerves because she rehearsed me like a slave, okay? And she made sure I had every note. Marianne is a perfectionist. If you don't know, she's a perfectionist. So that's why Mariah has her in her corner because she's like, I can leave this in Marianne's hand to take some of the stress off of me because Marianne's gonna get it right every time. She's gonna make sure it's right every time. You need somebody like that in your corner. But that girl used to get on my nerves, okay? <laughs> but um, I thank God for her pushing me because if somebody don't push you, you always stay where you at. And so now, it's because of that opportunity that I'm able to sing a little bit higher, a little bit better. And um, I, I believe God puts us in certain situations to learn. And I definitely learned from watching her. Um, I learned a lot and I didn't know how much I learned until people would say, they would compliment something about me and I'll say, that's, and so with that being said, I want to give a shout out to MC because she took this little old project girl all around the world and opened her eyes up to something that I would never have been able to see. I would have never imagined that I'd be singing in Russia. I'd be singing in Japan, like literally touring Canada and Japan and Russia and all of these different places. Never in 10 million years would you have told me I would have been doing this. I always had a dream to sing, always wanted to be a singer, even while on tour, was dreaming of getting a Grammy myself one day. And so I always had this dream in me, but I never imagined all of what it meant. It was more than just getting a Grammy. It's more than just recording in a song it's all of what comes with it and we don't think about that sometimes when we ask for things when we pray for things we don't think about all of what comes with it the bible says to whom much is given much is required so yeah we gotta we gotta excuse me think about those things when we pray when we ask for things when we say we want to go and get these things you feel like Mariah kind of um, took you under her wing a little bit? I definitely do. I used to joke and tell them all the time, you know, I'm her favorite. <laughs> Mariah don't got no favorite. But I used to say it all the time because I believe you can have what you say and the power of life and death is in your tongue. So <laughs> I say things. And sometimes they happen, <laughs> but um, I I definitely be believe that it was no. In other words, it was no goodness of my own. It wasn't that I was, oh, this great, wonderful, awesome singer. But she saw a talent in me that she knew would grow. I, this is what I believe. I never asked her the question, but I believe that she saw something in me that could grow from the experience. And I did. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's sometimes something that people don't really recognize with Mariah 
especially because she does treat people well and help bring them up but obviously the other people that we don't like to talk about don't actually give her those props right and so here's the thing here's the thing with that i believe you never bite the hand that feeds you okay Mm -hmm. period (laughs) so at the end of the day though she's not feeding me now it's because of her that my gift is expanded. I believe it has a lot to do with her. It has a lot to do with God. God placed her in my life, in Marianne's life, for a reason. And without her, we'd probably be still somewhere in the projects hoping to do what we love to do. But she gave me an opportunity to do what I love to do and get paid for it. You have to respect that you have to give the girl her props she literally is the reason that a whole team of people is able to provide for their families one woman you know what that is to carry that to carry that on your back that's pressure that's pressure so when I think about when I just think about okay let's let's not even talk about the singing Mariah, in the first year, the first year of me singing with her, flew me and my son to Aspen. Do you know what she did when we got to Aspen? She had the hotel to create a whole room, a game room. They didn't have a game room in the hotel. She created one for my son. My son was, I do believe, six at the time. A whole room that made it look like it was snow and igloos and all of this stuff around, but it had game systems and TVs for one kid. That right there alone, because she loved my son enough to do that for him. She she wanted to make him happy. She didn't have any kids at the time. She didn't have to go out of her way to do that, but it's the thoughtfulness. So you gotta give props to people for just their thoughtfulness alone. So regardless of anything, I give her props for that. She gave me opportunities that I would never have never have experienced if it wasn't for her. She opened up my eyes to seeing more than the hood. You feel mm-hmm. me? So for that, I'm grateful because it opened up a dream in me. So now I can hope for more because I've seen more. I've experienced more. So I can hope for more. But if all you ever saw was the hood, you don't have a hope for more, except for what you see on TV. But she made my dream a reality somewhat a reality because I got to do what I loved and get paid for it. I've been doing it for free. (laughs) (laughs) But I got paid and got to travel. By the way, I did cry on my first flight to Japan. I cried like a baby because I was scared to death. (laughs) Was that your first time on a plane? Yes. Oh, that's a long flight. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> That's a long crying session. <laughs> right. And then they didn't let Marianne sit with me because Marianne was in business class and I was in. 
And so I was crying because I wasn't sitting with my auntie. <laughs> but um, as Michael Richardson would say, you got to pay your dues first, girl. <laughs> Before you get to business class, you got to pay your dues. And I paid my dues. And I made it to business class. I made it to first class. I even made it on the jet, the private jet, baby. Okay, girl. Oh, yes. <laughs> He's gonna now I'm gonna be crying. No. Hi. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I have another question for you. Mm-hmm. It's um on the charm bracelet tour. Mariah talks about a story with some skinny heifers. <laughs> on Is that true or not? Are we fighting somebody? Oh, so here it is. So okay, I'm gonna tell you what happened. Okay, first of all, shout out to Michael Richardson, right? Um, when I was first in rehearsals, again, I'm from the hood. I'm from, I grew up in Brownsville in Albany Projects, okay? I have never heard a black man with a British accent in my life. So when Michael Richardson came in and he was talking business, I was saying, oh, my God. (laughs) I was like, hey, yo. (laughs) And Santa Claus brought me a gift. (laughs) Right? Okay. But in a joking manner, like, I was very attracted to his voice. But I respected him. He he was in a position of he could fire me or hire yeah. me type of position. Yeah. So I respected him and I would never cross that line. But I did always joke with him. And so, like I said, being the May West, I would say outlandish things no matter where I was. We could be on the elevator and Michael Richardson would apologize to the people on the elevator in advance because he knew something was going to come out of my mouth (laughs) that was not supposed to come out of my mouth. And so then he brought another one of his friends with a British accent and I said, oh my God, it's two of them. So, so, just so happened one night I was coming through a hotel lobby and I used to bother Wayne all the time to get on his last nerves. <laughs> so, he, he was having dinner with some people, but it was one girl that was just a little bit too close for my liking. But I had received the phone call to come to the hotel Because my friend called me and said, it's a skinny heifer next to your man. (laughs) And so I went to the hotel and I looked around. Because you can always tell which one is the problem. Mm -hmm. And I looked around. I said, hey, how y'all doing? I said, sweetheart, what's your name? (laughs) I think she said, Sarah. I don't know what she said her name was. Whatever her name was, let's just say it was Sarah. No, let's just say it was Becky. Okay, sure. <laughs> let's just say it was Becky. And so I said, how you doing, baby girl? 
<laughs> I say, yeah, you see that man right there? That's my man. <laughs> and you sitting a little bit too close. And I proceeded to move the girl's chair all the way away <laughs> from him. When I think about that now, <laughs> I think I was literally out of my mind. <laughs> But that face I priceless. took her chair with her in it and oh my moved God. it away. <laughs> I just want you to know that story has just solidified you as probably my favorite person ever. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so after that, um, I don't know if Wayne got up. She, but I know she went to the elevator. And I said, Becky, sweetheart, don't go to his room. Whatever you do, don't go to his room because that right there going to get you cut. <laughs> and everybody, I mean, I'm talking about Rachel, everybody who was there was on the floor cracking up laughing. But this girl looked like she was petrified. <laughs> And you know how hindsight is 2020. And to that girl, I do want to say I'm sorry because it was all in fun and jokes. But I can see now how she could have took that very seriously. I probably could have ended up in jail for threatening to cut her. But I was only joking. It was a it was an ongoing joke. And so yeah. I mean, she could have been the future Mrs. Richardson. She could have been the future Mrs. Richardson then, and you just, you just stopped it. <laughs> right. Well, that was an ongoing joke. And um, I kind of miss it at times. I do kind of miss the interaction. I will say, out of all the things that I, I might miss, the interaction with the fans, the being on stage, I had one time, DJ Sus One, he was DJing and he put on my song, which is Bad Girl by Usher. And they had the lights low, but I didn't know that the people in the front row could still see me. And I went off, okay? And so I'm doing all my dance moves and I'm, and then I hear this girl in the front row go, B, you ain't bad. And I said, thank you, boo. You just let me know I'm a bad chick. And so it's moments like that that I really miss. I miss interacting with the fans the most. I miss meeting new people. I miss people telling me on the street, I know who you are. One time I went to buy a ticket somewhere and the person said, you think I'm going to let you pay for your own ticket? I know who you are, Mae West. I know. And I was like, <laughs> I, the people I, after a while I start saying they're going to get me fired because the people would be calling me and calling Mariah and I'm like it's not my show shut up you're going to get me fired <laughs> because they would literally be like shut up and I'm like oh my god what is going on here but um I do. I miss interacting with the fans. Although I still interact with you guys, I'm still on Facebook. I'm still on Twitter, I'm interacting every now and then. But it's nothing like in person. And I think we got to see that now that 
COVID's been around. There's nothing like human contact. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to ask you, uh, I know you kind of sort of alluded it to beforehand about this, um, the singers that you grew up loving. And there's one, you kind of alluded to, to like Whitney and um, Luther and singers like that. Is there one singer who's no longer with us who you wish you could have sung for? There's one. Who Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Yes. Definitely. It's in between Michael Jackson and Luther Vandross, only because I've heard stories about how Luther made his singers rehearse. And I'm one of those people that now that I'm used to Marianne pushing me, I want to be pushed. Mm. <laughs> but um, I would say Michael because he was just so musical. And I would have just loved to live in the moment of Michael. Like, who not? If I could sing for someone who's here now, I would say Beyonce, Um, but only once. Marianne has sang for her before, but I would say I only want to sing with her once because she's a workaholic and I ain't got that type. (laughs) Like, I don't have that type of energy, sis. The mamas be working hard. They work hard for their money. I thought I worked hard. They work hard. Okay, so yeah, I only want it for the experience, and then I can say I did it, and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely something to say. (laughs) If you are ready, we can jump right into our game. Oh, God. (laughs) Remember that baby brain. (laughs) So what we're going to do is I am going to sing you a little part of a song and then you either need to tell me the name of the song or you can sing the next line because I know you're not good with names you said you're not good with names so if you don't remember the name of the song but you know the next line you can just sing the next line okay I hope I know it (laughs) I hope something comes out what are you talking about (laughs) okay so let's see all right, we're gonna start with this one song. And if you know the name of the song, you say it, or if you know the next line. And it's, it's it, these are Mariah songs, just so you know, obviously. Okay. Okay, you ready? Oh God. <laughs> All right. All right, the first one is, honestly, I know it's silly of me. I'm not gonna be good at this game. <laughs> Tell you right now. <laughs> All right, so that one. Just... I am not, not gonna be good. Honestly, I'm gonna tell you the truth. What is it? Oh, the song. It was. I, I wish you knew. Well, how how did I know that? I was about to tell you that if it wasn't made while I was singing with her, I'm probably not going to be able to work. But that was made when I was singing with her. Wow. The next one, I mean, the next one is in a line, but you should definitely know it, I think. Okay. It's the opening to a song. Okay. Okay. And it would have gone... Oh. 
Oh, fly like a bird. Okay. <laughs> See, it takes me a second. I like it. <laughs> um, yeah, these are all songs you're going to know. Um, the next one would be You're kissing me and saying I'm the one you need. Huh. Sing some more. To keep you warm and lay with you tonight. I do know that song, and I don't know that song. <laughs> I, I know that I know that song. I don't know. That one is that one is stay the night. Stay the night. You know, yes. to make you feel a little better, I will tell you, we I'm have played many games on this on this podcast, just between the three of us. And there have been times where like Hannah has done this name the tune with us, and me and Jack are like have no idea what that song is. And then she'll tell us, and I'm like, we shouldn't even be fans. How did we not know that? Right. <laughs> we often say no we shouldn't run a podcast. Right? Oh my goodness. All right, I'll give you one more. Make and it a good one. Make it a good one. I am gonna make it a good one. I'm gonna look for that one right now. Um I would totally sing for you if I could. I don't want to, you know, embarrass <laughs> myself with one of two singers. Oh, no, I'm not like, I mean, I sing, but I'm not like a singer. Right. Um, all right, this is the last one. You ready? I guess. <sighs> when I want to reach out to you, but I turn and I walk. And a lady slide. Don't forget about us. Yes. Yes. Um, actually, when we first saw that video, she was wearing the, you see the green coat that she was wearing in that video. Yep. She was like, I was biting on your style. She said, I took a note from you. So that was a coat that I had um, after my mom passed away. Um, I had purchased that coat. It was a Sean John coat, but hers wasn't. I'm sure it wasn't Sean John, but it was green and it had the fur hood just like mine. And so shout out to M for that. Shout out to M for the video. Um, oh God, what's the song? What's the song where she had the pictures of the mom? Oh, bye-bye. That made me cry when I first... Okay, so first of all, when she let me and Mary, Mary Ann hear it, we were in a car in the city. We had just did a show, I think. And we were leaving the show and we got in her car. She said, get in the car for a minute. And she let us hear this bye-bye. And I started crying. And I started crying because she was saying the word like well, always wanted to do. You never got a chance to see me winning. So I just started boohoo crying. Mm -hmm. And Marion thought I was faking at the time, but I was serious. And then when I saw the video and she had my mom's picture in it, oh, oh God, I just started who crying like a baby. I was like, they didn't even tell me. <laughs> so it was a, a beautiful surprise. And um, 
I'm grateful for that because then I have something that I can always go to to see my mom and hear the song and remember that not only was I singing with Mariah Carey, but she thought about me. She thought about my aunt and she put my mom's picture in her video. So I'm grateful for that. And while I'm on here, I just want to say that I hear a lot of lambs hating on Nick and hating on their relationship or what was their relationship. But I just want to say that I have never, ever seen Mariah happier. Never. That's my opinion. She may even get mad at me for it. But I have never seen her happier. She was able to let her guard down. She didn't care about cameras or whatever was around. It was all about him and her and their relationship and the excitement of it. And I'm glad to have spent a moment in that, in a part of that historic relationship. And I, I used to call her MCC, I mean, MC squared. I used to call her MC squared. And um, so I loved their love. I don't know about the the ins and outs, and that's none of my business and nobody else's business. Right. All I know is what I saw and what I experienced, and I know that she was happy. And so for that, I had never saw that that side of her that was able to not think about the pressures of what was going on around her, not think about if somebody snapping a camera, but just really just be herself and be happy in the moment. And I love that for her and I wish her nothing but the best in the future I pray that for her once again and hey well, that's lovely that's, thank you for saying that well I can't even begin to tell you how happy we were to have our not were are to have you on this very special episode of the Mariah podcast you are absolute dream to talk to well I'm happy to be here and now you and, said really quick, you said there was a single coming out soon. Do you want to drop a little date or something? Well, what had happened was <laughs> I wrote a song called Life Without Limits. And um, I decided, because I was trying to push it out faster, but then I decided to wait because I wanted to be right because it is my first baby. And so with that being said, I want to... I want to let that song out on July 7th, which is my firstborn son's birthday. So that's going to be the day for my first single. And I'm excited about it. And whatever comes after it, I'm hoping it opens up. I'm most of all just hoping that it comes out great and that you guys will love it and support it. So July 7th is the date. And um. Well, we will look forward to that. And any information you want to send us that you want us to post anywhere, um, we can get the word out to everybody about your single and the day and make them go get it. And all right. Well, thank you so much, Miss Sherry. We really appreciate you being here. Okay. Good night. Good Have night. a night. Good night. Hey, Lamely. Just wanted to come in here quickly before we let you go to talk to you about an exciting event we have coming up. Last year, we hosted the first ever virtual Mariah convention, and we had none other than Miss Michaela Angela Davis joining us for an exclusive interview. We hosted some fabulous competitions as well as discussions with other lads. 
And as it was so fun, we knew we had to bring it back for a second run. On March 27th, 1pm Eastern Time and 5pm UK Time, the second annual M convention will take place. There'll be more fan fun events, games, giveaways, and even Miss Michaela herself has very kindly agreed to return to us. There will be more sign-up details dropping just after this episode and more information for you. We hope to see you there on March 27th. We cannot wait. Now in true Mariah podcast fashion, we love you, we appreciate you, and we enjoy you much. Bye-bye. You too. You've been listening to the Mariah Podcast. 